Hi guys, welcome to Aesthetically Displeasing, where we talk about all things spooky, stupid, and... Displeasing. I'm Nicole. I'm Melanie. So, okay. <clears throat> right into it. I realized that I, like, I did our tagline without, like, <laughs> your input. And I didn't mean to, and I was like, what if Melanie really hates it? Oh, no. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, how's living with a boy? It's horrible. Okay, it's so bad because I don't just live with a boy. So Logan and I did live with each other for two years. We lived in Atlanta, and we had a two-bedroom, two-bath, thousand-square-foot apartment. Mm-hmm. So we each had, like, our own, like, rooms with our own stuff and our own bathrooms. And we, like, never used each other's bathrooms. Ooh, using a bathroom with the boys, not good. Yeah, so now we live in my mom's condo, mm-hmm. and so we have to share a bedroom. So in this bedroom is a queen-size mattress on the floor, <laughs> and then my, like, childhood twin bed. Nice. And we ha- and then my mom has a full bathroom upstairs, but that's hers, so we don't, like, shower and stuff in it. Mm-hmm. So we share the other full bathroom it's mm-hmm. terrible. We have <laughs> two, I got us like little like clear organizers. And so like I have the left side of the sink. He has the right side of the sink. I even cleared out the medicine cabinet mm-hmm. and I didn't clear out any drawers for him, but I cleared out like an under part <laughs> of the sink. Yeah. Well, it's okay. Cause he didn't need that because he didn't put any stuff in the medicine cabinet. <laughs> he put his like five belongings in that little bin, but sometimes his stuff starts like encroach over on my side of the sink mm-hmm. and his beard hairs everywhere because he's in the fire academy again so he has to shave every day yeah so his little facial hair is everywhere and he didn't buy shampoo or conditioner for like the first two weeks of moving in <laughs> so he's been using my amica shampoo and conditioner which is like 50 dollars a bottle and i have to go buy more shampoo now <laughs> he has two inches of hair oh, i don't like boys are the worst <laughs> terrible he just bought shampoo and conditioner so i don't like sharing space with the boy but i like having my boyfriend around again yeah because we do like we cook the bathrooms are the worst yeah the bedroom like it is cramped Mm -hmm. but we've just been trying to keep it clean and we don't spend that much time in there because my mom has the full basement Basement. yeah Yeah. but that was weird that is weird but it's nice having my boyfriend i just made him dinner last night and i packed his lunch and i wrote him a note and I said I'm sorry that you have to go to work because he's not used to having to go to work every day because he would work for 24 hours and then have 48 off so he's like wait I have to go to sleep and then wake up and go to work again and they work out super hard every day so he's like exhausted yeah so he's got to go through another academy yes so because he already has fire one fire two certifications and he's a certified paramedic Mm -hmm. so he has to go through the academy and kind of learn like how that city does it okay but he doesn't have to take the certification tests at the end gotcha and it's only like seven weeks it's not super long okay but we just got um a new switch game that we can play together it's called it takes two (gasps) yeah it's super cute you are okay well you're a couple that's going through a divorce so like the beginning's really depressing (laughs) wait (laughs) the the game is yes (laughs) so the opening scene is like the parents like in an argument and stuff and then they go to tell their daughter that they're getting divorced Mm -hmm. and she has like these two little like voodoo dolls of her parents and so she goes 
and like makes a wish that her parents can be friends again and then her tears fall on the dolls so then you wake up and you're the dolls and then you have to like go through these tasks to get through the house and you have to do everything together so like one person has like hold a tube while the other one like shoots something through it so you have to do everything together and it's funny because like Logan and I were getting frustrated with the game, but we don't get frustrated with each other because, like, we're both, like, messing up in the same way. So we're, like, laughing and having fun. But then, like, the two characters are going through divorce. So then, like, their automatic phrases are like, come on, you could do better than that. So so me and Logan are like, oh, no, it's okay. Like, you got it. But then, like, the characters are, like, bickering with each other. That's hilarious. But it's really cute. But supposedly later on we have to, like, fight the daughter's stuffed animals and stuff yeah i don't know what right now heck? we're trying to who fight- wrote this video game <laughs> i don't know right now we're trying to fight a vacuum cleaner nice which is ironic so the vacuum cleaner's mad at them because the husband sucked up a bunch of like stuff that wasn't supposed to go in the vacuum and like broke the vacuum mm-hmm. which is ironic because logan broke my vacuum <laughs> This nice vacuum that my parents got me when I moved out of their house. Mm-hmm. And we used, so I used it for the year that I lived by myself and then the two years that I lived with Logan. And then mysteriously, those couple months that Logan and I had to be apart when he was still in Georgia, all of a sudden my vacuum starts smoking. Smoking? Yes. I've never heard of a vacuum smoke. Yeah. I'm like, Logan, <laughs> what did you do? Like, I have this thing for three years. It's a bad habit. Yeah. I'm using it just fine. And then all of a sudden he starts smoking. I was making a dad joke. I know. Because it's smoking. I get it. It's like the toilet thing. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I have a present for you. <gasps> you do. It's an envelope. Oh my God. Oh, is the stickers on my cast faces? Is the stickers on my cast? <laughs> so I got my Melanie God. pictures or stickers of her cat's faces. They God. did not like the picture that you gave me of Kitty. I had to, I had what? to send well, them like three different ones. She's kind of ugly. This is the no, one I when think she gets because she's black. But th- I like this picture because this is when she still had her little vampire tooth. <laughs> she's so sweet. Oh my God. Oh my God. It looks like he has like light shining <laughs> underneath because like he's summoning a demon. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. These are so cute. Thank you. Oh, and then my beautiful angel, the fat boy. <laughs> Boots looks perfect, and all my other cats look like evil. Oh my god! Oh, and Gus's picture is even smaller than the other ones because he's the baby. Oh, I didn't I even open on my one. I I had you open them. Um, They're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> They're seriously okay. Oliver is Logan's favorite cat. Well, like it's his cat, and he has no brain cells. He's so dumb. <laughs> But, like, this picture, it looks like there's light underneath him. Yeah. It looks like he's telling, like, a scary ghost story, like, around a campfire. Um, You also have an aesthetically displeasing shirt coming. (gasps) Yay! Because, for some reason, I couldn't order two different sizes, and so I just ordered you one. Why didn't you order yourself one? (laughs) Because I didn't want to do two different orders. Oh, my God. (laughs) Thank you. And I wanted to see how it turned out. I wasn't going to waste, like, another... You know, oh 20 bucks on. They're beautiful. <clears throat> but I'll show you the shirt. Heck yeah. I figured out on Canva how to make merch. <gasps> oh, awesome. So I can order like 50 stickers. Oh my God. And that's on Canva? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That looks so good. Thank you. 
There's also a water bottle. There's oh um, like God. a tote bag, a Ooh. mug. So that is awesome. I was figuring it out when I did Xander's um, birthday, birthday party. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's so gonna be one. <clears throat> I know I'm not okay with it. Are you just gonna wake up and cry on the morning of his first birthday? Honestly, probably. You should post He's the pictures big. of your cats. Uh, absolutely. Okay, are you ready? Because this one's really, really horrible. Sorry. No. Just look at these pictures of my cats. <laughs> so to make me feel better. <clears throat> Yesterday was the two-year anniversary of getting my fat boy. Oh. I wanted to see, like, I want to get ones of my dogs. Heck, yeah. Look at her. She's so she's so cute she well she's a lot cuter now that i paid five hundred dollars to get most of her teeth removed (laughs) so there's like there's cats at my son's daycare Mm -hmm. they're outside all the time but then they have like kittens and then the kittens always want to go inside Mm -hmm. and so there's this one cat that's like a siamese colorish Mm -hmm. cat and she comes out every single time people come because she knows the door is going to be opening so she's like trying to get inside. So Cody is like obsessed with this cat. Yeah. And so he was like, I, I really want this cat. And I was like, but like, we can't, like my dad's allergic. Like we can't have a cat. Mm-hmm. And he was like, but she trying to get in my car like three times. She gets oh. up on her like hind legs and tries to get in the car. And he's like, I don't know if I can like fight this off much longer. <laughs> he's just going to come home and be like, oh my God, the cat's in my car. When did that happen? <laughs> she's she's really sweet though. She, all the other ones are really skittish. So mm-hmm. they'll run when you go to pet them. But yeah. she'll like stay right there. She's choosing you. She's choosing Cody. I know. Um. Okay, so... It. The case that I'm doing today is um, one that I wanted to do since the start. And it was actually going to be our first episode. Oh, yeah. Until I found um, Terry. Jenna Dusa. Thank you. Jenna Dusa. No, it's Jen Dusa. Yeah, you will, you put the extra syllables in it. <laughs> Anyways, so I didn't want to do this one because it's a little too heavy. And I thought if we had this as our first episode, like, People, people wouldn't want to come back it's it's easily the worst domestic violence case i have ever heard in my life oh my god yeah so i'm gonna say trigger warning to domestic violence mm-hmm. but then also when i talk about her injuries i will give you another trigger warning sorry okay you're not doing the case i thought you were doing what did you think i was doing? i thought you were doing murdering wife one i don't know who you're doing I'm doing Kelly Ann Bates. Yeah, I thought she murdered her husband. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going into this blind then. Okay, so on April 16th, 1996, just, you know, I was just a youngin. I was was, a couple days old. Yeah, I was a couple weeks away from being born. Yeah. Um, In Manchester, England, a man walks into a local police station stating that he accidentally killed his girlfriend, Kelly. But once the officers saw the crime scene, they knew right away that this wasn't an accident. So who is Kelly? (laughs) Your face. This is already off to a bad start. I'm telling you, this is, when I heard this, Morbid did an episode on it, and they did a really good job. And this case still haunts me. I'll probably recognize it once you start saying it, but. 
So Kellyanne Bates was born on May 18, 1978, uh, to Margaret and Tommy Bates. She had two brothers, Andrew and Paul, and this family is from a small town in Tameside, um, which is near Manchester, England. I don't know. Say in a British accent. No, I'm not going (laughs) to do that. Um, I don't know anything outside of like I'm a I'm a American where I like don't know anything other than that's okay. Our our country's big enough. Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff to know. Kelly was known as a kind and thoughtful tomboy who was soft-hearted and maternal. She had a very strong relationship with her parents and her family in general. Some of Kelly's hobbies included playing hockey and football, as well as babysitting children in the neighborhood. She loved kids. Um, Kelly had aspirations of being a teacher, but she was already hardworking and a sensible girl. She had a job at a market stall on the weekends, which... Uh, I didn't know what this is. Like a farmer's market? Yeah, it's just like a standard booth where goods are sold at a market. So she was very responsible, very, Mm -hmm. like, nurturing. In 1992, Kelly was babysitting the children of a family friend, um, and she met Dave Smith when she was babysitting. Sounds like a fake name. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, he couldn't choose... A name that sounded real. I know, right? Dave Dave Smith. John Doe. (laughs) Uh, Dave was outgoing, and quickly they started a relationship. So for two years, Kelly kept most of their relationship a secret. How old was she? Was she keeping a secret because she was young? She was like, yeah, 13, 14. Oh. Yeah. Her parents believed that um, Dave was a boy from school. But they got worried when she started sneaking out at night, and sometimes she wouldn't return for days. So, like... I know what case this is. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is horrible. I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) So, I think Margaret and Tommy just chalked this up, her behavior up to normal teenager actions. Like, she's, like, fallen in love with a boy, and Did you sneak out? Her whole... Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? I figured you didn't. Okay, so Kelly was 14 at the time, and instead of becoming more strict with her, they just tried to be supportive because they knew that if they were more strict that she was going to start to push away. Margaret actually thought Dave was attentive because he would call when he became concerned about Kelly's whereabouts. And she was like, yeah, he's just like concerned about her. But this um, all changed when they met Dave in person. So Kelly's parents decided to find Dave's address and go to meet him. From my sources, it seems almost like Margaret and Tommy didn't give Kelly an option. They were like, yeah, we're going to meet him. Um, As they were driving to Dave's home, Kelly seemed nervous and she sat with her head bowed. Not only during the drive, but the whole visit. So she was just like super ashamed. When they knocked at the front door, Margaret's hairs on her body stood up. When Dave was not a boy, Kelly went to high school with, but a 32-year-old man. Did they, like, see him be like, hi, is your son home? <laughs> I don't know. Because that's what I would assume if I saw a man yeah. open the door, I'd be like, oh, hey, like, we're here to meet your son. Our kids are dating. Right. No, it's him. <laughs> How did the dad not beat the crap out of him? They said that there was a point when they were in the kitchen and there was a bread knife. And Margaret actively thought 
to stab him in the back. Yeah. And she still regrets it to this day that she didn't do that. For reference, Kelly is 16 at this point because remember she Mm -hmm. had a relationship for two years. And Margaret noted that they trusted their daughter even though they were really uneasy about the situation. Like they they really just didn't want to push her away Mm -hmm. and have her isolate herself. Um, they felt particularly uneasy when Margaret asked about a hole that was in the floorboard, which Dave explained away as being a result of a gas leak. So this whole visit was like super weird. So after the visit at Dave's house, Kelly's parents begged her to end her relationship. Mm -hmm. They would bring up the fact that she would come home from school with thick black bruises and deep bite marks on her. But Kelly had an explanation for this. She claimed a gang of girls attacked her after school, which caused the bruises, and the bite was an accident. Which, okay, comedic relief. All I think of is stepbrothers when the kids make them lick the yes. white dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, but at no surprise, Kelly moved in with Dave on November 30th in 1995. So... Yeah, the her parents were really upset, but they said that if you move in with him, you have to keep in contact with yeah. us. And I really wondered why they would allow this to happen uh, when I first heard the, heard the story, because like, it's your kid. I'd be like, yeah. yeah, you need to stay. But I don't know if I was in that situation. I don't know what I would do. Well, and if they tried to tell her that she couldn't. And then mm-hmm. she moved out and then stopped, like, was mad at them. So then she stopped talking to them. Yeah. That's even worse. Yeah. So first off, Kelly had graduated school. And even though she was, like, around 17, she could legally decide to leave with, yeah. live with Dave. Um, you want to be there for your daughter and you don't want her to isolate herself completely. So I wholeheartedly believe that Margaret and Tommy were just doing the best that they thought they were mm-hmm. in this situation. They weren't like absent parents like they Mm -hmm. like tried to meet him tried to ask about him right so they were being as involved as they could yeah little did they know that this would be the last time they would see their daughter when she first moved in with him they they would talk on the phone but they never saw her oh my god never saw him person kelly kept her promise to stay in contact um she would make like phone calls very sporadically but then it turned into only contact through cards um, what's more weird than her only having contacts through cards is that the cards were written by Dave stating that the couple wanted to be left alone. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Kelly's family would also receive calls from her every so often, like I said, and around December, Kelly quit her job and refused to visit family, even over holidays, family events. Like her mom actually called her and was like, Hey, you missed your dentist appointment. Oh she my just, God. yeah, she stopped showing up to things. Which it will become very apparent why she did. After Kelly moved out, Margaret and Tommy didn't have the easiest time. Uh, So Paul, their youngest son, was in the hospital for weeks. I could not find Find out why. why. Um, And then Margaret also had a hernia operation. So they were like super Mm -hmm. busy. Um, Even with all that, they still tried to help Kelly. So Margaret actually went to the police with her concerns, telling them about the bruises, the bite marks, um, and the domestic violence department suggested that Margaret should bring information or like these, they gave her like a ton of pamphlets on how to identify abuse and leave a relationship 
Um, but the police weren't able to do anything due to Dave not having a prior criminal record and no previous reports of mm-hmm. domestic abuse. So, and she's an didn't. adult. Right. They couldn't do, yeah, they couldn't do anything. Uh, so Margaret planned on dropping off the pamphlets to Kelly, but never got the chance to. She actually still has them, which just breaks my heart. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Uh, Kelly's parents were struggling with what to do, step in or not. Uh, Margaret and Tommy were ready to confront Kelly at Dave's house, but they got a call from a family member um, who said that she was doing okay. Like they had just talked to her and she was fine. So they were like, oh, okay, thank God. Like mm-hmm. we're not going to step in because they, they thought it also might make it worse. Yeah, absolutely. If they were to step in. Um, like Dave's abuse towards her. Oh, getting yeah. worse. Um, then in April, Margaret received a Mother's Day card from Kelly, but inside it only had Dave's handwriting. So Kelly did not write it at all. And then this made Margaret want to go over to Dave's house. Um, but again, like she was like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to make it worse. This was right after she missed her dentist appointment. She was like, yeah, I, I'm sorry, but I'll be there for Mother's Day. And then she got this card. Mm-hmm. Um, before they knew it, they lost all contact with Kelly. So they didn't hear for her from her, uh, since when did they, so mother's day, it was our early mother's day card because back to the beginning on April 16th, mm-hmm. 1996. So yeah, they hadn't had contact with her for months. Um, so Again, on April 16th, 1996, Dave walks into the local police station stating that he accidentally killed Kelly after knocking her unconscious with a shower nozzle. Is that the right word? Yeah. Okay. Uh, obviously, the police had many questions, but Dave Dave's answers didn't make much sense. So Dave said that they got into an argument and he ended up forcing her head under the water. Like how he accidentally, like he forced her underwater and then hit her with a shower, like with the nozzle, like the bathtub nozzle or like the shower head. Like was it like a detachable shower I, I think shower it was head? a detachable shower yeah. head. Um, so he like totally brushed off the fact that he forced her head underwater because he did that often. Oh. Like that was a normal occurrence in the household. At first, he thought that she was playing dead, as she has done before. Oh, my God. And he's um, just willingly this giving he, all this yeah, information this to saying. the police. Yeah. Dave tried to resuscitate her, but he didn't have any luck. So the police officers go out to his house. They're like, what is yeah. going on? So um, the officers are still haunted by what they saw. So the prosecutors noted during the trial that when they found Kelly, it caused such torment and anguish to the point of mental breakdown and collapse of many officers. So Kelly was found naked uh, with blood smeared on the floors and walls of every room in the house. Every, like, was it all fresh blood or dried? I don't know. Uh, It was obvious that Dave was not telling the truth. Even though there was an overwhelming amount of evidence of torture, Dave insisted that Kelly's death was an accident and all of her injuries were self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. When we talk about Kelly's injuries, we aren't talking about some minor cuts and bruises. Kelly was almost unrecognizable. And um, at, the, at the scene, Dave Smith was arrested. Thank mm-hmm. God. Cause yeah. I wouldn't want him getting away. 
So, once Kelly's body was examined, the pathologist, Dr. William Lawler, found 150 separate injuries. Oh, my God. Um, even though Dr. Lawler has examined over 600 bodies, he stated that Kelly's injuries were the worst of any murder victim he had examined and the age of some injuries left him in shock. Oh my God. So on the contrary to David's claims that Kelly's death was an impulse accident, Kelly had been tortured for at least three weeks. Oh my God. She had been starved and lost over 40 pounds. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Based on reports... Uh, Dave systematically harmed Kelly. Some even say that this was the worst case of systemic torture. Oh, my God. So this is really graphic. Trigger warning for horrible violence. During Kelly's autopsy, it was found that Kelly had a broken and fractured arm, shattered kneecaps. Oh, God. Scalding from hot water on her butt and left leg. Stab wounds from knives, forks, and scissors. Oh, my God. Inside her mouth. <gasps> I'm sorry. Uh, crushed hands. Oh, God. Okay. Mutilation to her ears, nose, eyebrows, mouth, lips, and genitalia. Wounds from a spade and pruning shears. And a partial scalping. Oh, my God. Yeah, in my opinion, I haven't even stated the worst injury. I know what the worst injury is. Dave gouged Kelly's eyes out three weeks before she died with later stab wounds in her eye sockets. So, when what's really eerie is that when Margaret talked to Kelly on the phone, I bet she didn't have eyes. Oh, my God. I just can't imagine. Yeah. So you remember the hole that Dave pointed out that when Mar- when they met yeah. at his house and he said like yeah this is where a gas leak was mm-hmm. um allegedly he kept Kelly in this hole I don't know for how long I don't know Oh my god he also tied her to the radiator by her hair Oh my god Yeah he was horrible Kelly was buried the day before her 18th birthday. I know. So, uh, luckily, there's a trial because Dave's horrible. Uh, The trial was November 12th, 1997 in Manchester Crown Court. Dave Smith's actual name is James Patterson Smith. Okay. That that sounds like a real name. Yes. He is a divorce. Is it divorcee? Divor- it? Does it D- divorcee. I don't know. When I didn't know if there was like a, a feminine and masculine. I don't know. Like a like a widow. Widow and a, a widower. widower. Yeah. He was actually forty five years old when he met Kelly, not thirty. No. Oh my god. He also has a history of domestic violence. So instead of you know when Margaret went to the cops. Um, if they, if she had a, his actual name, they could have yeah. done something. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So his first marriage ended in 1980 after 10 years of beating his wife. Oh, my God. Two women actually came forward to testify against Dave as an abuser. So 1980 to 1982, he had an affair with a 20-year-old Tina Watson. Ooh. 
He treated her as a punching bag. He beat her while she was pregnant with his child. And he attempted to drown her to death in the bath. Well, to drown her. Yeah. Drowning her is to death. Um, then he also had a relationship with 15-year-old Wendy uh, Motter's head. He um, beat and tried to drown her in the kitchen sink. Oh, my God. Why does he want to drown everyone? I don't know. Um, Smith claims that Kelly challenged him to torture her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course she did. Mm-hmm. He said that she mocked his dead mother and emotionally bullied him. Oh, my God. And he insisted that he was the true yeah. victim. Mm-hmm. They always do. Hate it. November 19th, 1997, the jury found James Patterson Smith of 49 guilty of murder of Kellyanne Bates. Um, It took one hour for the jury to convict him of murder. I can't believe it took one hour. He he was sentenced to a minimum of 20 years in prison, and he is still serving currently. Uh, Jurors were traumatized by the case from the distressing evidence and photographs used during the trial. Every juror was offered professional counseling, and for the first time, all of them accepted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, they had to look at all the pictures, too. I can't imagine her autopsy pictures. Yeah. I just, like, every picture I see of her, she's just, like, beaming. She's smiling in every single one. I just can't imagine how she was feeling in, like, her last And that she's, like, talking to people on the phone. She doesn't have eyes. Well, of course, (coughs) Dave has to write the letters. Yeah. Yeah. (coughs) Yeah. Uh, Margaret and Tommy Bates set up a local branch of the National Support Group. Um, it s- support after murder or a manslaughter or SAM. That's the, the group. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have found some comfort in helping other families. So That's good. I was trying to do a positive speech. Yeah. <laughs> but that is the story of Kellyanne Bates. And I know that's a heavy one. And I'm really sorry. But I think her story deserves to be told. Yeah. Because... That is god-awful, and I'm a firm believer that, like, you never know what you're going to do in a situation, but the mm-hmm. more awareness you have, yeah, hopefully it's better. And that's so hard, too, because I feel like her parents did everything that they could because I feel like if they would have pushed mm-hmm. back, and like, then she could have, like, completely disappeared. Right. She, I guess... She broke up with him at a certain point within, like, the two years of her, like, concealing their relationship. And he would call and stalk her. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. It just hurts my heart. Do you have a palate cleanser? No, not really. Does your baby do anything cute? My baby's crawling. Like a normal baby? Xander's trying to get Cameron's attention and Cameron's sitting on his phone. And so... All of a sudden, Cameron goes, I should just get off my phone. After all, like, this is the whole reason I'm here. He gets up to play with Xander, okay? Mm-hmm. After that rough case, I will give you baby giggles. Wish I had baby giggles in real life. This is going to be the longest that I've gone without seeing Xander since June. Because <laughs> oh I really was, like, I was over here, like, every two weeks. Yeah. Oh, that's oh my God, it's the longest Sorry. time without my nephew. <laughs> <laughs> You've thrown them Where's everywhere. The there it is. <laughs> I've never heard him laugh that like that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 
like this is so funny oh like and all cameron's doing is like lightly throwing them in the air yeah is uncle cameron so funny he's throwing like a single ball in the air and he's dying I can't believe he can make him laugh like that. That is so, so cute. <laughs> he also was really cold because he pooped and then like was like turning. So I took off his pants because I was worried he had poop on his pants. And um, so he only had his onesie on. And so he was laughing while his like jaw was chattering. Oh, so I wrapped him in that blanket. Chilly. Oh my gosh. Cameron so also cute. read him his bedtime stories. Oh, It's so sweet. So sweet, and yeah, he's he's in second grade now. Mm-hmm. He thought he was gonna have it easy here. No, I got him workbooks. He's got a human body book. We have. I did see the human body book. We have Brain Quest. Oh, nice. So he goes, throw me a question. <laughs> oh my! Can I see this? Yeah. Do you remember those in school? No, I don't know if I ever did these. And we're doing a Pokemon puzzle downstairs. Oh. But it's mostly me. I have this weird thing with puzzles where, like, I can't walk away from it. Like, I can't. That's bad. It's really, <laughs> like, it's so bad. I I just learned that I liked puzzles maybe, like, four years ago. Mm-hmm. And, like, last night we were playing uh, Mario Party, Cameron and I were, uh-huh. while Cody was putting Xander to sleep. And I, like, could not stop in between games putting the puzzle together oh my god and i'm like actively like oh my god nicole just put it down i can't oh my god how many pieces is it a thousand my god you need to go get like some 30 piece puzzles (laughs) you can be done quickly i know no those aren't satisfying oh my gosh (sighs) i do love puzzles but they're so hard i love puzzles i think it's the i've i've been really bad at taking my adhd meds lately and are you on stuff now I'm on a non-stimulant. Oh, yeah, I knew that. So it really doesn't, I think it doesn't do anything, and then, like, I don't take it, and I'm, like, yeah, <laughs> over the place. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Right, do the follow us and stuff. <laughs> Me? All right, guys, you can follow us on Facebook at Aesthetically Displeasing Pod. Nope. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you still said all right, guys, like I always do. I know, right? All right, you can follow us on Facebook at Aesthetically Displeasing, on Instagram at Aesthetically Displeasing Pod, and you can send us comments or questions or recommendations um, through our email at Aesthetically Displeasing Pod at gmail.com. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk, Talk to you, you next later. time.